1: What's up, everybody? This is Rob Brant. And this is Rick Brant, and we are the Brothers Brant. Welcome back to
0: episode 133 of the Brothers Brant podcast, our favorite band of a revolution. Rick, very cool episode we got here.
1: OAR, I'm so stoked for this episode, Rob. We have talked... For 132 episodes about going to live sporting events with the people that we love, making memories and getting off your couch and going and watching a live event in person. Rob, our favorite band is OAR, and I'm stoked out of my mind to share with our listeners what makes this band so amazing and all the great memories we've had in attendance watching of a revolution.
0: Yeah, we've had some pretty epic uh, stories, so I definitely want to get into the stories. We've probably seen this band. I mean, Rick, if we had to, if we had to guess how many times we saw the band, like I would probably say like twenty or something.
1: I would think so. I would think that's a fair estimate. We've gotten a chance to meet the gang and uh, you know be in the first row and travel really all over the country from the east coast to the west coast. You name it, we love OAR. Anytime they're mm-hmm. in town. We uh, get tickets and we make sure we're in attendance. And tonight, I'm rocking my OAR shirt. Rob, Morgan, and I, the misses. Yeah, you we got to-
0: got to see them this summer together. We went
1: to the OAR Dispatch concert mm-hmm. in Dallas, Texas. Amazing! These guys are so I good
0: got, live. They're phenomenal live, and uh, they're really good. Like the it started with a CD. Like I remember we were listening to them in high school, like when we were 16, 17 years old, and I picked up a CD for you. Uh, Stories of a Stranger. And and then the rest was history. We just were hooked since we were teenagers.
1: I love that you mentioned that because that's essentially how OAR has grown a following. And it isn't because of like some big record label deal with one of the big companies out there and they end up going out on the radio and just becoming super mainstream they've actually done it the exact opposite they've uh, kind of through word of mouth through uh, colleges and uh cds as you mentioned just selling those old school style and then their performances in in like a live show have captivated the audiences to the point where the legend has grown and they're one of the most popular rock bands you could think of
0: yeah, and I think that's what I, <laughs> one of the most popular. I want to I want to go with the most popular rock band, but I mean they're, they're right they're, up there
1: with the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, if you ask me. Is anyone asking you, Rick? Is anybody asking you? Well,
0: yeah, I'm asking you. Yeah, okay, I'm, I asked you. I asked Rob, you. these guys are <laughs> phenomenal.
1: Love them. Yeah, Love I think. The
0: band. I think what's so cool is the story. Like I love music, listen to music all the time, Pandora, Spotify, but the story of these guys is pretty wild. Um, you know, it's five, there's there's more people in the band now, but there really was like a core, what was it, four? Core four of them? Yeah. Went, the four, went four? to high school together, went to middle school together from Rockville, Maryland, and that's, right. that's pretty wild because you don't really hear too often that bands stick together from middle school. Like, they, they were playing talent shows, like when they were in like fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, high school. And then they went to Ohio State University together, the four of them. And, uh, and then that's where they met their fifth band member. And then they've just been playing fraternities and sororities. And they're kind of like an underground rock band. And, and they have such a cult following. Rob, let's meet the
1: band, shall we? Let's meet them. Let's meet them. Now uh, they couldn't join us here tonight, so we're going to go ahead and continue this podcast without them. Maybe one day in the future they'll join us for an episode. Uh, Rob, I would love so-
0: to have them join us for an episode. It'd be a, it would be a privilege.
1: It sure would be. It would be an honor. These guys have created so many memories for us. Great Rob, let's memories. start with lead vocals, uh, rhythm guitarist, Mark, the lead singer.
0: Cool. Yeah, I, I don't
1: know. Yeah, we got Mark Roberge on the, on the, on the guitar. I mean, he's Mark. He's from Rockville, Maryland, and, uh, he's really the front man face of the, uh, band. I love that, you know, it's not just all about him. Some bands, um, like Dave Matthews band or whoever else, you've got just like the number one main guy, but it's always about the group. And, uh, I love at the end of the shows, so he's always like, and I'm Mark, <laughs> you know, yeah. after he introduces everybody.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's very uh, charismatic on the uh, on the mic, and he's not afraid to like tell a story or just speak from the heart. So that's really cool. Him, him, and the Goo Goo Dolls lead singer are my two favorite. Yeah, yeah, Johnny,
1: he, he he's phenomenal. <laughs> the we'll imper- get,
0: improvisation, imp- improm- we'll get to
1: him in the, uh, the episode one thirty four coming up next. But uh, we wanted to focus this episode on OAR mm-hmm. and Richard Ong
0: on, richard the guitar. on the guitar like i was i was like that one. it's like we got
1: richard on
0: on the guitar, yeah. back and back in vocals benj, benj gershman on the bass
1: now rob and he, we have a
0: picture we have a picture with benj
1: yeah we got a chance to meet benji out in uh uh what was it um red rocks ample theater mm-hmm. uh, before one of the most epic shows ever and uh what a good dude mm-hmm. um Semi-jacked, by the way. I realized that when we got our picture with him. Yeah, sure. I you didn't got, know
0: you were I didn't know you were checking him out, but that's cool. You,
1: you got to be. I mean, you're playing the bass, you just you know, strumming the whole Slap, time. Slapping the bass, man. Slapping the and bass. And you've got a dog named Benji, which makes I the do. whole thing perfect.
0: I do. Uh, he was not named after Benj, but uh, you know what? If I ever meet Benj, I'll be like, hey man, I named my dog Benj after you. But uh, it's really Benji, <laughs>
1: frankly. How about Chris?
0: on the drums. Oh, Chris Kulos on the drums, man. This he's man. uh, he's he's just razzling and dazzling back there, baby. Part of I, the chorus Clang four. him,
1: clang him, and bang him. Clang he him was one him. of the OGs originals, Rob. Yeah, love here, Chris.
0: Here, here's here's uh one of my favorites, if not my favorite, but Jerry DePizzo on the sax,
1: Rob. Uh, I Jerry gotta DePizzo. tell you, uh, Jerry, Jerry. This guy, Rob, and I got a chance to meet Jerry and get a good picture with him in Montclair, New Jersey. You got to tell that story.
0: We're going to go a bunch of stories. So we're giving the intro here. We're going to tell this, our story. So we got to tell our stories right after this intro.
1: 100%. So uh, Jerry DePizzo, Rob, is just, in my opinion, uh, he really doesn't sing at all in the band. But when he gets going on a sax solo, I I don't think there's anything better in live music than Jerry DePizzo on the saxophone it's phenomenal
0: oh my god yeah i go from six to midnight real quick i mean uh what uh Uh i mean listen this guy
1: uh is phenomenal and greatest i've ever seen in fact we were at the show this past summer which i we were talking about a little bit earlier and uh the missus looks over at me and she says you know if we ever get a dog i want to name him jerry i want to name him jerry after jerry de from oar and maybe jerry seinfeld too but but,
0: but you know what happened rick you got a dog and it's named ari (laughs) (laughs) you missed that shot (laughs) here we go
1: michael paris on the keys on the keys
0: yeah percussion uh michael paris one time i watched him we watched him do a triangle solo bro a triangle
1: i have never been to a concert and seen somebody bust out a triangle let alone do a triangle solo for like eight minutes. This guy was just like banging
0: it. On, the, on the triangle.
1: That was so epic.
0: I saw him so bust, bust it out and I go triangle i haven't seen that shit since like third grade like you know orchestra and it was given to the it was given to like me like the kid who sucks and just like hit it once rob just hit it once and like he's just like that 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 that
1: that 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 so talented uh he just like puts out his own music and things i think he's probably one of the um probably one of the more masterminds behind it all if i had to guess and assume yeah he's probably helping put together a lot of the music and the lyrics and whatnot
0: Oh, dude. And then we and then we get to uh, I agree. And then we get to just like one of my favorite additions to the band. Like, I don't know where they found John Lampley, but oh, my God. On the trumpet, he's an absolute beast on the Zuzaphone and then backup vocals. And then they have a they have a live album that I don't know when it came out. I think it was recent, but I could be wrong. And it's called Live at Merriweather. Merryweather is their hometown stage, like, you know, literally 10, 20 minutes from, from Rockville, from, like, where they grew up. So they always have, like, a crazy attendance there. And if you're listening to the Brothers Brand Podcast, check out OAR Live at, at Merriweather. And give this song – th- it's not – it's not heaven. It's it's um one of their songs. His his vocal sends chills down my spine every time. And, and just, just listen one to song the whole album. Just, yeah, 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 the whole the album, yeah. Yeah, you'll find it.
1: Rob, these guys, as we talked about before, Rockville, Maryland. They go off to the University of Ohio at Ohio State University, Buckeyes. Mm-hmm. They meet mm-hmm. Jerry DiPizzo, who's from Youngstown, Ohio. The boys get together. And then a few years later, Michael Paris joins the band. Uh, A couple years after that, John is now part of the band and these guys have produced 10 studio albums. And as I mentioned earlier, well-known for their live shows, extensive summer touring and six live records, as you mentioned at Merriweather. Mm -hmm. You can't, you can't beat it. Mm -hmm.
0: And, you know, I think their fame, their famous song is crazy game of poker. Like everybody knows crazy game of poker there's, um, renditions of it where it's 10 minutes long, 12 minutes long, or like 24 minutes long. (laughs) So depending on the crowd and, uh, it's just pretty, pretty epic. So, uh, and then what's cool about crazy game of poker is like all the faithful, the OAR faithful bring the deck of cards. Everybody brings a deck of cards. And when they start playing crazy game of poker, cards are flying people are just tossing them up in the air thousands tens of thousands are cards are flying and it it's you cool, gotta be man. careful.
1: You gotta watch out for paper, paper cuts. Oh yeah, flying out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, that's the real deal. I think I got cut back in 09. It's just still still recovering from it.
1: I remember seeing some guys. They were throwing them up on stage, and like I think Benj oh, or somebody oh, was just like, "Come it. on, man." Yeah, yeah. I
0: think Mark swatted one of them. Stop that shit! <laughs> <laughs> Give me a damn paper cut up here.
1: <laughs> poke an eye out. I personally love when man. they shoot sh- they give a shout out to Wooden High School where all right. they all went to high school yeah
0: Wooten High yeah now now let's let's tell some fun stories for our listeners I know we got some more maybe some more facts about them and stuff but we got to get into some stories because you and I have been doing this podcast for over two years now man and it's been fun it's been a blast 132 episodes and like if if anyone's OG Brothers Brant out there listening, they know that we systematically turn nosebleed tickets into like on the field experiences. And then we meet people and then we stay in touch with them. Right. So That's we have exactly some, what we do. Uh, we have, like off the top of my head, we probably have like five or six like hilarious stories that we want to share about our OAR concerts and the shenanigans that we pulled. But one thing I want to bring up, because I'll be remiss if I forget it and I could forget it because um, I'm having my beer right now. But um, I will say, uh shelby and i you and i hold a special place in our heart for oar because we went to high school together we influenced one another to like the band we're like yeah we love this band this band's awesome but then i met my wife my at the time it was a it was a friend it was someone i didn't know and uh we we met at a work conference and that's what my wife shelby and uh my first question to her because she knew who i was i knew who she was i never said hi my name's rob like my my intro was Hey, so uh, what's your favorite band? That was like my icebreaker. And then she just goes, Oh, it's a really small band. Like, I doubt you ever heard of it. OAR. Randomly, she goes, OAR, it's my favorite band. And I'm like, that's my favorite band. Get the heck out of here. And now we're married. And, uh, you know, it's really cool. We ha- So we have a son named Jamie. And when he was being born, we were playing him all types of music. So I just turned on OAR radio on Pandora and i was singing crazy game of poker to him and shelby recorded it while we were in the hospital like literally a day old and oar tagged me like they 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 shared it on their story which was Really cool. So uh, just wanted to share that. And now we can get into the shenanigans. <laughs> Rob, that's awesome. That's
1: awesome. I love the fact that your wife's given birth and all you guys are jamming out to is OAR. Well, it, was ap- guys... it was after the birth. It was
0: after the birth. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they did request songs. They, the the, the
0: uh, surgeon was like, uh, do you want to play a sa- soundtrack? And I forget what Shelby picked, but it uh, could have been OAR. It could have been OAR. I, I forget. Um, too many things happening.
1: Well, to me, Rob, I think one of our favorite in-person memories with these guys is the time we met them in Atlantic City, New Jersey for a smaller, intimate show. And uh, as always, as we've mentioned time and time again on this podcast is arrive early and good things will happen. Rob, take it from here. Do the honors.
0: Yeah. So step one is planning ahead. Like always do your research. Um, You know, step two is dress the part. Step three is get there early. And literally it was just step, step three. And then like step four, just act with confidence. Uh, we got the tickets through our friend, Dave, dear friend of the pod, DMAC, what up? And you and I, it was just you and me and we had nothing else to do. So, and and you don't like to gamble, you know, at the time I didn't like to gamble. Now I'm a d- degenerate, but um, you know, so, so we went to AC, you don't drink, you don't drink. So we were just like, you know what, let's, let's go to the concert venue. So we got there like an hour early And we just went into this small concert venue in like the Tropicana uh, in Atlantic City. And uh, we just go and sit front row, even though our tickets were like balcony or something like that. We just sat front row and we're just chilling, taking it all in. And we kept seeing people come out from the stage, like literally walk out from the stage fans with posters in their hands, something rolled up and we found out it was posters. We stopped one of them. We just go, hey, like, what is that? And this place is empty and they just go, Oh, it's, it's a signed poster. They're signing posters back there. Uh, part of the, like the, um, VIP experience. And we're like, Oh, cool. How do you get back there? And they're like, Oh, you guys don't have VIP. And we're like, no, nah, I don't have VIP, but that'd be awesome. We're huge fans. And they just go, yeah, just go through those doors and just like probably just walk in you'll be fine. And then we see a bunch of people walking through those doors. So you and I like scurry over <laughs> and and a hop in the back of this line like the very back of this line (laughs) and we're in this corridor and we can't even see in front of us it's like 30 people in this tiny hallway and we're just slowly moving up slowly moving up slowly moving up and then like with like three people left we can see the band is there with the oar backdrop and uh nobody even asked us for anything no one asked us for our name nobody asked us for like our email like uh, confirmation that we were vip and uh we were part of the vip meet and greet before the concert and we walked over got a got a uh a picture a couple pictures with them and a sign a couple signed autograph posters one for me one for you one for dmac and for thanking him for the tickets and it was just so cool
1: meeting them man it really was. Those guys were awesome. That was this show that we had brought some uh, cards to as well. So it's one yep. of my favorite pictures with uh, any type of u- musician or athlete is uh, us with OAR with the poker uh, card uh, deck in our hand. And uh, yeah, I love that, man. That was such a hilarious time. And then do you remember we ended up? We ended up being first row, yeah. and I can't I can't recall if we had tickets or not in the first row or not, no, but we were no. in the first row.
0: No, Rick, Rick, fuck you. We did not have tickets in the first <laughs> row at all. You know goddamn well we did not have tickets. In the... Rob, I can't remember if we had—fuck you, dude. We did not have tickets in the first row. I can't hear you. <laughs> you pulled your— you pulled your uh your cord first off
1: this this is a family podcast all right nah, so that's watch, watch no, all right
0: no it's it's 18 and older they've all heard it and then Jay, just, jamie's gonna jamie's gonna hear this stuff when he's five years old so <laughs> and they, you know, darn
1: right he is the way you two talk yeah now um you're darn tootin
0: you're darn tootin rick oh, over there mr prim and proper
1: we have splurged for front row oar tickets. we have we'll get you to well, that we'll, we'll get to that we'll get to that bit. one
0: but yeah so basically i'll give the scenario what happened what had happened was is we did not have front row tickets, but we came out and we had the signed autograph poster and we just sit front row, like what we were sitting. And we were just like praying people didn't show up and like, who's not going to show up for front row tickets. And then we locked out. Um, The, I don't, I don't even know if there was an opening band, but the concert started and, and, uh, or it didn't start. No, it didn't start because we got there so early and then people came and they just go and, the front row was kind of like a a stage. So there was probably about like five feet in front of us to the stage. So you really had like an extra amount of room right there. So it really didn't matter about the front row. And we totally lucked out. There was like four women sitting in, in two of them were sitting in the seats that we were sitting in. Then the other two were next to them. And we just explained what happened pre them coming. Like we went backstage, like, you know, this is what we do. Like we kind of just move up and, And uh, it might've been the boyish charm, but they were loving it. They thought it was hysterical and they go, look, here's the deal. We don't really give a shit because once the concert starts, we're not going to be sitting down in the front row. We're going to be standing the whole time. So we could just do like one of those like side shoulder things, like a prom photo. So that's what we did (laughs) the whole time, the whole (laughs) concert. We did like a side prom thing, like, you know, and of course I think we bought them beer and food, just thank them. Um, the guys next to us weren't related to the to the girls and they were probably just like what the hell is going on
1: here <laughs> <laughs> crammed four bodies into two seats essentially and yeah, it was awesome yeah, it was yeah, exactly. awesome now yeah. um i also think like there was this uh, time where uh, hurricane sandy we grew up in the northeast oh yeah and um this hurricane came through and just destroyed our community area And it took place in like the fall time and then circle up to the summertime. uh, The band is traveling and one of their annual stops is PNC Bank Art Center in New Jersey. And I remember going to that show and Rob, it was um, just a few, it wasn't even a full year after. And uh, all the proceeds were going to um, some organization that was helping to get everybody back up on their feet. And OAR was performing and what i loved about it the most was that they were just so into uh, at the time supporting the cause making sure everybody knew what the show was about and um at the end of it it was the first time i've ever been and i think the only time i've ever been to an oar concert where they didn't play crazy game of poker as their last song at the encore to end the show for the night as the crowd is walking out. They ended up playing uh, under pressure, under pressure. Yeah. I remember
0: you telling me all about this one.
1: And I just thought like, I got so many chills from it because they played crazy game of poker before they had went to their encore. So I was like, no way. What, how are they going to do this? Mm -hmm. And, uh, and it ended up being just a legendary way to uh, cap off the night and brought everybody together it was really cool stuff. Dude, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, the Under Pressure was pretty epic, and they invited everybody back. And I remember it was Mayhem. I wasn't there for that event, but um, I just
1: remember you telling me all about it. That was really insanity, cool. Insanity, insanity. And then, um, I mean, do you want to just get to Red Rocks now, or is there any other shows that I mean, um, been, we've seen them so, at so many different times.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think of ones that were just like pretty, pretty epic. I
1: saw him at Uh, Madison Square Garden uh, years and years ago. I think we were still in high school. I remember taking the train in. Yeah, To see them perform at the Garden was pretty pretty wild. I saw him at the
0: Garden. Um, I saw him at Hammerstein Ballroom with Shelby, which was really cool. They played with Andy Grammer. And Andy Grammer – I love Andy Grammer. If if people don't know who he is, you should definitely listen to Andy Grammer. But he, um, he – he had like a meet and greet afterwards. So I got Shelby and I got a picture with Andy Grammer and that was when he was like up and coming. And now like he's already had like these awesome shows and he headlines and all that. So it was really cool to uh, to get to know him and get a picture with him. That was fun. And then most recently the OAR dispatch one we went to in Philadelphia. This is a fun story. So uh, we went to the concert and there were, we were tailgating with a bunch of friends and then a couple of our other friends um, had like really good seats. They had like fifth row and, uh, we were sitting like in the balcony and they just go, Hey, come on down. There's extra seats available. So literally, um, literally like we walked down and we just walked with a lot of confidence. And that's what you can do at these concert venues. Just walk with a lot of confidence and walk down to the fifth row. So it was me, Shelby, our friends, uh, Ed and Allie. And then all of a sudden Rory, our friend Rory calls us and he's like, he's like, Hey, where are you at? And I go on fifth row, come on down. And like, I just grab him and he's just like, yeah, we had grass seats. And I just grab him to come to like the lawn <laughs> or come from the lawn to fifth row. So we were watching OAR and dispatch from fifth row.
1: <laughs> you can't beat it. And the one time that we didn't have to like slide down and improve our seats on our own was uh, when we went out to Colorado. When we were there, we had put together a trip for your birthday mm-hmm. and uh, your now wife was there. And yep. We ended up being first row at Red Rocks Amphitheater, which if you haven't been to this venue, guys, it is the greatest outdoor venue you can watch a concert at. I just cannot uh, emphasize that enough. Find your favorite band, go online, look at their tour schedule. Look it up, baby. Wait for the time when they play out there and go. Go to the show, splurge, sit front row if you can. If you can't, no biggie. Just being there is special. And uh, yeah, Rob, that was insane. Because we had, uh, for many years leading up to that, we got a chance to enjoy their uh, live album, which is called Live on Red Rocks. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mm -hmm. a few years later, we ended up finding ourselves out there for one of their shows. That's my favorite album. I can put that on at any time, anywhere, and just jam out.
0: Yeah, Live at Red Rocks. Well, that's a that's a funny thing funny thing too cuz that was a lot of our road trips like you know when we went from Seattle down to San Diego, it was Live at Red Rocks. When we went from uh we would always play that. We played it on like repeat basically.
1: Yeah, all their albums. Man. When we
0: did the Midwest tour, we would do the same thing. Like when we were driving it was just like always a default in
1: our car, so special memories surrounded by OAR for sure man and they're not done yet they're playing this coming 2023 summer season with the Goo Goo Dolls who you mentioned earlier Ooh, who in baby. episode 134 will be featuring excited for that one and um Johnny and Robbie that'll be coming up next but uh this episode has been all about our favorite band of a revolution from Rockville Maryland um they've performed a lot of places Rob they've they've performed uh, on New Year's Eve in Times Square Um, they've gotten involved with the special Olympics summer games. Uh, I know they've been uh, a mainstay at NHL events. So, uh, these guys, I mean, listen again, they're not mainstream. They're not on the radio. You're really not going to hear too many of their songs. Um, there was a time where you, I think love and memories and shattered. Um, those were some ones that were getting a little play on, MTV and VH1. MTV. You remember MTV? (laughs) I remember MTV. (laughs) Dude, OAR is the best. Is there anything you want to say before we wrap this podcast up with a little crazy game of poker?
0: We got to get them on, baby. We got to get them on the pod. Uh, It'd be fun chatting it up, talking about how they started and all the fun stories that they've had along the way. And they went to the Ohio State University, which I'm sure they have. (laughs) a lot of great stories from there too. So great times had at OAR, watching o- watching OAR. Uh, you and I love them. Shelby and I love them. I hope our listeners love them. I hope they check them out. And uh, Rick, it was a crazy game of poker.
1: The next time you're in town and you can see these guys, do it. For all you listeners out there, I'm Rick Brandt.
0: And I'm Rob Brandt. We're the Brothers Brandt. Thanks for listening.